we start thinking about. So we, what's wrong here? So, no, we've had, we've had, we've had some of those colder mornings coming in, and we could feel that in there. We do have several folks out traveling and several folks not feeling well. So please be in prayer for them as well. Oh my goodness, it's good to see each and every one of you. Welcome to the house of the Lord. If you're visiting with us, please fill out the visitor card you'll find in front of you. Place an offering plate. You they come around so we can have a record of visit. We greatly appreciate that. If you're joining us online this morning, we want to welcome you as well. We ask you to consider being right here in the sanctuary with us. There's just something about being with God's people. There's something about being in God's house. There's something about feeling and experiencing worship here in the house of the Lord. So get up off the couch, get in the pews, and find out what God would have you do here at Robertson Avenue Baptist Church. We're waiting for you. Come on and join us in that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, next thing I want to do is share with you what's going on Robertson Avenue. I want to express a heartfelt thank you for those of you that walked with me and Betsy through the death of my mom, for those of you that uh, were there in the funeral, and those that uh, helped prepare in the meal. God bless you. Thank you for that, for the wonderful outpouring of love and support for me and my family at that very hard and painful time for us. God bless you. Thank you, each and every one of you. All right. For those of you that worked on Friday night at the OTC fundraiser, let me tell you, that was a blast. Uh, but it was tiring at the same time. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to see Brother Josh dressed up as a boxer, there is one more time. You can do that, and DJ is going to tell us more about that here shortly. You'll get a chance to see that as well. Also, stay tuned. You'll see it in the pictures on the slides sooner or later on our Facebook page and on our website as well. Uh, so tune in and be a part of that. For those of you that were a part of yesterday's OTC fundraiser, garage sale. God bless you and thank you in that as well. All right, what's going on at Robert Stanley Baptist Church? Well, today, of course, at 4.30, we'll have uh, choir slash cacao practice to come be a part of that. Uh, we need some help over there. We're a little bit down in numbers, like I said. So come and help us sing praises to our God. And you might be saying, well, do go and do the choir before you do the cantata. Well, come on and sing in the cantata as well. So that's how it starts right there. We need you in that. We need your help in that. Uh, tonight at 6 o'clock, we'll have an evening worship in the sanctuary. Uh, we'll pick up Tuesday morning with ladies' Bible study at 9.30 and, of course, ladies' Bible study at 6.30 in the evening. Wednesday night services will be at 6.30 again in the sanctuary and then Bible study Thursday evening at 6.30. So that's our regularly scheduled events that are coming up. And with that being said, I'm going to ask you, can you get, come on up and share with us?
of an ask to remind you that the youth group is looking for a volunteer chaperone. So if you're interested in that, please contact our youth ministry, Brother Brandon, bottom, uh, with your interest. Uh, I want to remind you also, church, that coming up on November 6th, we're going to have something called Let's Talk Turkey. And what that is, is what that you dig out very happily, a lot of fun, actually. We dig out about 30, 13 minutes every year. We call Turkey, actually, however you want to call them, it's irrelevant to me. Uh, but what we do is we go door to door into areas that we think might be struggling or hard, uh, hard times, and reach out to them, and we No questions asked. Um, we will give away, and so this year we'll be focusing on a different part of town. We have to focus on the fall. But if you're interested in that, we're going with you and older, who is going to help you with it, whoever wise them, then uh, show up on November 5th, and we're going to do Let's Talk Turkey. We're going to go to go. We need really about four people to make short work of it. You know what it says there? It says, Many hands make light work. If you remember the old proverb there. All right. Um, I want also to remind you that uh, coming up on November 1st, our time will fall back. So it's going to be uh, November 1st at 2 a.m. in the morning. So when you go to bed in about two weeks, make sure you set your clock back two days away. November 1st. Is it going to be on a Tuesday? The 5th? Well, I've got months of November 1st. You know the bulletin can't ever be wrong. Saturday of November. I don't know what day that's going to be, but it is coming up in November. The 5th. And so the bulletin has been proven wrong. That means that's why no one's here this morning. That's why it was cold. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, with that being said, I want to remind you guys also we do have a planned uh, potluck uh, dinner on the ground coming up October 30th, not December 30th. And I've been asked to say that if you bring something spicy, please bring it. All right. With that in mind, yes, something else? Yes, go oh, yes, right. more right here.
our way back to our seats. I have an OTC video I'd like for you to see. I'm 
things like Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm one of those guys. Back when I was a young Christian, I would think about that all the time. Uh, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Well, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I don't think that's necessarily wrong. I don't think it's a bad context or bad preaching. But I do think it's useful. Perhaps you might start thinking, well, greater is he that's in me, so I am the best. If God is in me, if the Holy Spirit is in me, then I'm the best person in the world. And perhaps you start thinking of yourself a little bit like this. Wait. 
be a result of years of perseverance. I've had people here about the bad news tell me, testify to me, I've been praying pastors for 60 years. Years of perseverance. Years of maybe and then So, 
must come to realize that grateful for the peace that is in me, the peace that is in the Lord. You guys not heard that song at all? How great is our God? How great is He? You know what? He's greater than anything this world can offer. Somebody say amen. He's greater than any triumph, tribulation, persecution, temptation. He's greater than anything the world can offer. And if we want to become the church victorious, if we want to start living out greater than He's in me, than He's in the world, then we've got to realize that. We've got to put that forefront in our lives. Greater than He's in me. You know what that means, church? Christian, that means God is greater than your anger. Amen? That means God is greater than your jealousy. Amen? That means God is greater than your territorialism. That means God is greater than anything in this world. And greater is He that's in you than He that is in the world. And when we do so as individuals, we start coming together as a church. We start coming together as a church. There's something powerful about a Christian who believes greater is He that's in me than He's in the world. We get together with another Christian who believes greater is He that's in me than He's in the world. When they get together, the gates of hell start trembling. Amen? When those Christians get together, you better look out because they're going to go to Walmart, get some squirt guns, and start charging hell. That's what happens when those Christians get together and the gates of hell will not prevail against them. We start becoming that Remember now, find it remarkable that Jesus speaks about this church to Peter. Peter, he's got to be without a doubt the world's first Baptist. You know why he's first Baptist? He has what we call the foot in the mouth of Jesus. That means he speaks with point things. He does! Uh, unfiltered, uh, unfiltered. No, he's Southern Baptist. He does. That means, that means whatever he builds is you know why? Because we start doing it ourselves instead of doing it for God. And when Jesus said, I say to you, Peter, I say to you, Peter, grab a hold of this truth. Peter, when you do church, Peter, when you grab a hold of it, the gate will not have a chance of standing up against you. And what truth do we need to get a hold of? Are you ready for this? It's going to knock your socks off because it's there in black and white. It's there in your Bible. It hasn't been a secret. It's not something we need to put away and break out in the case of war. It's something we should be living every single day. What is it? Greater is It becomes a way maker, a pain taker. It becomes a prison shaker. It becomes the answer to this world. When we start living, greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. I find it remarkable. Peter, this is what I'm going to build my church on. Your belief that Jesus Christ is the 
son of a living God. And when you hold on to that, when you hold on to that simple truth, greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. There isn't one gate that's going to stand in your way. You become the church. How do we do that? Man, I'm getting hell. He'll knock to me. Well, when I was growing up in the 60s, we always viewed that some sort of offensive statement. What do I mean by that? Meaning that the armies of hell are marching like that. Only Sadducees were the 
know anybody like that yet? They can't get saved unless they're in church. You ever seen somebody like that? Don't pray until they get to church. Pastor and dad like that. We don't do those things until we're in church. Dad, these are interesting individuals who did not believe in the resurrection. But Jesus comes quickly and he rebukes them soundly. How does he rebuke them? He rebukes them by using the burning bush. You know, the conversation with Moses in the burning bush, where God is speaking through the burning bush and he says, Moses, Moses, the place where upon thy standest is holy ground, take thy sandal off thy feet. And of course, Moses does. Man was over 40 years old to whom this miracle of healing had been performed. Really, what they're pointing out 
was was there was no chance, not one chance that he could grow new strength, new bones, new tendons. No way could he slip down the stairs and break his knees and have the sucking and be healed miraculously back to normal, walking. No, no, no. This guy was 40 years old, born lame, and got up the day he was born again, walking in the name of Jesus. Peter and John are in there. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us 
But we don't read anything about them praying. We don't read anything about them praising. We don't read anything about an angel coming down and shaking this cell up. What we read is they come out and get them and say, you know what? We can't deny that this miracle happened. Get out of here and don't teach that name anymore. What do we call that? That's our first practice we need to put in our lives. And you, maybe you've been walking in this Christianity for years, and you feel like something's missing. You feel like there's some part that just isn't there. And you need to get back into greater as He has been made and He's in the world. How do you do that? Well, what did Peter and John do? Well, number one, and this is the thing we need to learn about, they didn't start crying. Somebody say amen. They didn't start complaining. They didn't start whining. They didn't start saying, somebody get me out of here. God must have abandoned me. God must have turned his back on me. God must have turned his face from me. No, 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 no. They persevered. That's the first thing we need to put to work in our lives. They persevered. In other words, whatever was coming was going to come. They started believing that greater is he that's in them than he that's in the world. They started truly believing that not one day would stand against God's church triumphant. They persevered. You need to persevere too. You're going to be one of those Christians that escaped the hell escape again. You're going to be one of those churches that God called us to be. One of those that gets out, that's on mission, that's witnessing, that's evangelizing, that's reaching this community. Then we need to start believing greater things that can lead to the world. And to start doing that, we need to practice it. And the first part of our practice Perseverance. Perseverance. Perseverance is important in a Christian life because perseverance brings about things and Christians that are needed. We think perseverance is a, a, a step we can skip. I don't need to persevere. I've got understanding. How many of you know you can become book smart all you want to? Yes, it's a great thing. There's nothing wrong with being book smart. But until you have experience, you're missing something vital. You don't believe me? You go out and read every Haynes manual you want to on cars and try to fix one without ever doing it. Go out and try to do God's work by reading somebody else's book. See what happens. See what starts Peter and John began experiencing it. And I love that they didn't cry, they didn't quibble, they didn't whine. And you know what else they didn't do? They did not yield up. They persevered. Look with me in Romans 5. Not only that should be possible, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces if what? Perseverance. You Christian will face tribulation. The Bible tells us that if you wish to live godly in Christ Jesus, you will be persecuted. Your tribulation, your trials, your tribulation produce perseverance and bring forth perseverance. that way before. Your dad would say, son, take out the trash. You're like, I don't want to take out the trash. And he would persecute you and you'd take the trash out and he'd say, see, that's your character. You ever been there before? It's just building character, son. You're like, I don't want to build character. I want to build Persevere and keep on preaching. When the world says don't heal in the name of Jesus, 
We need to keep on healing in the name of Jesus. When the world locks us up, we need to truly believe there's not one gate that will stand against God's church. Amen. Not one. John began to persevere, and that night they persevered. They persevered. There was only one night. Yeah? There was one night with the Sabbath. Did you want to put the religious law? That is a great question. Look at verse 5. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in all our hearts by the Holy Ghost. When you start persevering, you start hoping. You can't really hope until you start having character built in your life. And you won't get character until you persevere. And when you start persevering, you start getting hope. And what is that hope? And one of these days, no matter how long it takes, one of these days, there isn't going to be any gates left up. There isn't going to be any walls left up. There's going to be no more death, no more hell. But he's going to come down and take us into home, into heaven eternally to be with him. Therefore, we're supposed to comfort one another with words like that. We're not disappointed in it. We need to start persevering. Here's the problem, though. As a church, we quit way too much. We quit when the world says, don't do that. You remember when we started fighting back against the homosexual agenda in the public school system? And we said, don't you do it. We'll label you a homophobe. What did we do? We quit. We developed an attitude that says, "Not me. I can never find it out. Not me. Somebody else can do it. Not me. I don't want to be that one that goes on and reaches the world. I want to see them grow and see what God's doing. You think they went out there to, to give a guy the ability to walk that way? They went out there to pray. might be saying there, well, hey, you don't need me. All you need is what the Scripture says. Just two or three gathered in His name, right? You don't really need me. That's the problem. And I think you guys can quit way too much and you say someone else. I began to talk a little bit about brothers and sisters. Okay. I would just as soon guess right now to buy the first year of the 50% and committed to pray with this all the Let me give you a modern day example. Wonderful the wonderful department store decided that it would go broke and say, Men can use ladies' dresses. And ladies can use men's dresses. And this dog with a red circle around his eye. And we signed the pledge. We will point out. How many of us? Well, 
moments. You're going to face times and trials. You're going to face this world where it says, no, you can't do it. But you need to come to believe that greater is He that's in you than He that's in this world. And that the gates of hell will not prevail against God's church. Die of death. Back. Why? 
Lord God, for your word. And Lord, as we pray this morning, God, as we just in his heart, Lord, that has been doubting, let go of the perseverance of the next one who today is rebuilding, Lord, and it comes back to the roots. Let it persevere, Lord. Let it come down the aisle. Let it take root in his heart. I also pray, Lord, for those who have just stepped out of your word. Right, dog day coming up. Let's close in that word of prayer, and I'm going to ask Brother Brett Hatton.